Welcome to the Land Department Podcast. The state of land and energy as we see it. Cheers, boys. Cheers. You just oh, you did a shot. Okay. Oh, there we go. Like a little sip. <laughs> this is going to be perfect for my cold. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well. Are you still on antibiotics, Steve? Uh, no, I'm off of them for now. We'll see. Shocker. <laughs> I go back the, um, Go back on Thursday for a <laughs> another chest scan and see if they put me on some more. Oh, God. That sucks. That grief. The thing you is, know, it's not lung cancer, so that's great. Oh, was that a scare at one point? I smoked for 20-some years, yeah. Oh, damn. Well, that is good news. Yeah. Wow. He's he's with us another year. One of our metrics, our company metrics for the year, is how many weeks Steve is on antibiotics and how many he's not. <laughs> Three. <laughs> That's how many KPI? weeks he continues to be smoke-free? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, nothing, really, nothing bad happened until 42 hit. That was it. I thought, I thought you were going to say if Brett, if he's still alive, like one of our key metrics is how many days. <laughs> well, well, I don't think I'm okay. dying. We only, <laughs> we only talk to each other like that in person. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that out there to the interweb. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about, it's the holidays. We're going to talk about 2023 and all its glory. Um, <clears throat> we're going to talk about football. The stellar season LSU had. We can we can skip all that part. <laughs> we can go straight to basketball. <laughs> and nobody cares about basketball though. Is That's Arkansas like... good at basketball? No, not really. Okay, but... I was going to say I wouldn't know, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. they could probably beat our football team. <laughs> so, yeah, I heard yeah. a story about the Kansas football team getting into it with the basketball team and losing, like. <laughs> They did like a no. a seven v seven football thing, and the basketball team beat them. Anyways, <laughs> they're just that. Yeah, you don't want that out here. Yeah. No, no, of course not. Okay. Well, we'll so yeah, little. Yeah, I'll yeah. let you. Any highlights oh. you guys have from twenty twenty three that you're ready to share? Gosh, um, it flew by. It did fly by. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I kind of remember doing this last year. Literally. Feels like yeah. two months ago. Yeah, I know. I was looking for my Santa Claus. Hat. I was going to say, we don't have anything I... Christmas themed. I know. It's, it's, right. we should be ashamed of ourselves. Was, you know, where, do you have, know where the, uh, the, here we go. Santa hat I wore for uh, the game on Saturday, but it's a little creepy. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I do have a, a Christmas gift. We had our Christmas party last week. Okay. And, uh, we had a little a little gift that they gave to me, and the guys gave me a, a Trump mug. <laughs> oh my goodness! I figured that's awesome. My first, you know, Shinerbach of the to celebrate twenty twenty three. I'd go ahead and have it in here in the Trump mug. <laughs> so, Merry Christmas! Oh my gosh, that's this thing. When he's hey, when he's in jail. This thing's gonna be worth tons. <laughs> when he's yeah. in jail and still acting as our president because he's elected. Yeah, this wild. Yeah. Welcome, welcome right. to South America, people. How does that work? 
<laughs> oh man. Well, let the, hey, one thing we do know, 2024 is going to be a circus, absolute <laughs> circus. I'm kind of, I mean, we're going to live through it. I'm kind of ready for it. It's, I'm, I'm ready for the show, baby. Let's go. It's going to be a wild yeah. end of the year. Yeah. Mm. Oh, hey, by the way, Grant yep. got engaged. Did he? Yeah. Grant got engaged. Is on Grant going to be an adult now? I guess. <laughs> wow. Man. Well, Grant. hopefully it's like that post one. Man. The king of the most random LinkedIn post of the year goes to Grant Stets. The, the award goes to. <laughs> we need to get him a little plaque. Yeah. He does need, like, we need to make a trophy, and it's just every year it's just him automatically on the, on the placard. Nobody else competing. <laughs> but. My favorite Grant Stead's post of the year is, is, spoiler alert, the Golden Bachelor chose Dudley Land Company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless him. That's you great. Were like Brent, said, are you switching between, like, four drinks right now? You're freaking drink right, man. I'm just trying to make it by. I'm just trying to make it through without mm -hmm. coughing something a lung up in this podcast. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I was just going to tell Brandon I want to do some NyQuil in that rotation. <laughs> Whiskey, NyQuil, beer. Just keep Listen, going. man, I'm trying to think of all the things that my grandma used to do for us when we had a little cold. I'm trying them all. <laughs> I canceled the doctor's appointment to be here with you girls. Oh, so yeah, you did. Was that the for the sickness? <laughs> that was something else, right? Huh? That wasn't for the sickness. That was What's something that? else. Yeah, it was a mental health appointment to oh. deal, you know, dealing with all these landmen. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I had to cancel my doctor's appointment. I, supposed, I need to go get some antibiotics or something. I'm going to show it smelling like Bailey's and Schoenerbach and whatever this whiskey is that the guys gave me for Christmas. It's, I might get committed after this. We'll see. This is actually the intervention. Um, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, so, no, 2023, good year. Um, kind of thinking back to last year when we had this, you know, things were optimistic. We were hoping that the year would be good. We were starting to see some signs of increased activity on the kind of some of the alternatives uh, space. And um, fortunately for us, that continued. Our oil and gas business kept going strong. We we picked up um, more business in the Northeast. We stayed active up there through Steve's group. Um, Got, got really busy through the middle, kind of late spring and, and summer with um, some work in East Texas, which we were hoping for with natural gas prices being up early in the year. Um, and that, that just, that really carried us. It did really well for us. Um, renewables business, like we were hoping, picked up a lot. We've made a lot of progress in that side of the side of our business over the last year, really getting organized, really getting our feet under us, understanding how that space really works and what they really need. Um, work through and some and develop some really good clients in that space this year too. Um, you know, there's so many new companies entering the space. A big thing for us was educating them. You know, you know, what do you really need us for? How can we help you? What do they need? What do we need from them? That type of stuff. So uh, a lot of great progress on that front. And we think that that's going to continue through next year at least. Um, you know, we've got some pretty lofty goals for that side of our business. Um, we're making some, doing some reorganization within the company to be better positioned for that part of the business. We're really excited about. Um, and so, uh, 
all in all, slugging along really well. As a company, I think we're all really excited some of the things we did within the company, um, you know, with, with being better about setting goals, better about rhythms, better about evaluating our contractor base, just trying to sharpen up how we run the business. And I think we made a, a lot of good steps we can dive into later in the conversation today or in the podcast if we want to. Um, how many how many land department podcasts did we do, Khalil? Like, did we get ten of them out the way or twelve oh, yeah, or something like that? that? I think we're we're at uh, this will be episode 15. eighteen or nineteen, so we're up there. Come on wow. now, yeah, we're getting Heck yeah. There. So lots of fun stuff. So we kind of figuring that out. I think we have what twenty followers, which is kind of nice. Yep. <laughs> hey, we got a comment. Maybe we should do a shout out. Um, what? We got a comment on YouTube, guys. And I think he oh, wow. works with us. I think he's a contractor. Let me look at this. YouTube. It's on. Grant Smith. Let's see what we got. Oh, we YouTube. We got a comment on the Explorium Lithium Extraction from Randy Ketchum. Randy Ketchum. Up, Randy, if you're listening. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. Merry Randy? Christmas, Randy. Yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Randy. Uh, Randy's wow. a great, great guy. it's awesome yeah um but yeah so just um all in all i think we're all very happy with the year you know as far as being a land broker um you know ending the year typically the end of the year is usually slows down we got busier over the last month or so um usually a sign of a healthy you know industry is due diligence we've got two or three due diligence shops going on right now um, which is a good sign. Have a, a couple that are in the queue for the first part of the year. So, from what we're seeing, we feel like that's going to, that trend of, you know, acquisition is going to continue. Um, I wouldn't say we're, we were as busy this year with due diligence as the year before. I think companies decided, well, why don't we just merge, you know, instead of buying assets and things like that. So, I mean, everybody's experienced that. Um, so, that overall due diligence levels had slowed compared to what we saw in, in 2022 and 2021. Um, but all in all work is steady, man. Um, we, we broke records for the number of clients we, you know, we had for the year. I think we've had our best year as far as the numbers of clients that we serve. Um, so that's a feather in the cap of everybody involved. You know, all of our managers done a good job. They got repeat business. Um, you know, folks are reaching out to us and we're able to, to handle it, um, and able to do the work. So that's been, that's been great. Uh, really exciting for us. It kind of sets the bar high for what we want to try to achieve next year as a company. Um, yeah, so all in all, super happy, ready for a little bit of a break though. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a grind this year. Yeah, definitely. It's been I think a we're all going to take sure. that, that week break, Christmas, and New Year's, and just like the rest of the industry, I think it's going to do it too. Yeah. Yeah. Time to rest. Yeah. Steve, you That's probably need the rest with pneumonia. Uh, Glad that it's not cancer. Uh, <laughs> Pneumonia is just a pain in the ass. <laughs> You're coughing nonstop. You can't sleep. And unfortunately, my kid, one one child had it. The other one had pink eye. The other, my wife and the other one had strep throat. So we were all five on antibiotics for a week or two. Jeez. Goodness gracious. But hey, thanks to modern medicine and, you know, fossil fuels, we can survive. We don't have to die like the Oregon Trail. That's true. 
That's true. Got those impossibles in there, man. That's right. Steve's, uh, Steve's the like total optimist. He's like, man, I got pneumonia. And they're like, oh wow. And he's like, hey, but at least it's not cancer. That ain't Steve. <laughs> How'd you jump? Where'd you make the jump? Just, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I, I mean, Me I'm too. not happy I'm not to call that my I'm not gonna call out my wife for being a huge anxiety-ridden human, but uh, you know, usually WebMD says the worst things about you. <laughs> so ridiculous. For everything you search on WebMD, it's like every symptom under the planet is under every single thing you look up. I stubbed my toe. You probably have foot cancer. Exactly. <laughs> my toe hurts. And you got early <laughs> you've got early onset gout. <laughs> Yeah, well, exactly. Man, we recently did some kind of annual planning. We had our end of the year uh, managers yeah. workshop, and um, that was pretty good. It was a good experience. Other than the golf tournament that we, it was all planned around, got rained on, but we had a really good time. Got all the managers in. Everybody flew in, and we we spent a day with all them, kind of just laying out, going through some exercises to identify what our needs would be for the year what we wanted to achieve, what the biggest problems were, what the biggest opportunities for growth might be. And uh, then Brandon, Steve, and I spent another two days after that going through a lot of planning. So I don't think we can we can talk through some of that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Some of the things we want to try to do. Absolutely. Let's get yeah. up. We started that process. Started that process two years ago. I think we're going into our, are we going into our third year? Well, no, yeah, we're going into our second. year and a half. Year and a half going in our second. Yeah, we're like a year and a half in. Um, and that's been that's been pretty eye opening. You know, I mean, um, we've all been landmen our whole career, and then we were crew chiefs, and then we were project managers. Um, and and then when you step in and start thinking about running business and kind of some of the things that you know you have to do to to continue to build a generational business, it's different. So this has been a really good opportunity for us to learn a little bit more about how we can better run the business, better support our employees, better support our landmen. Um, and so I think all in all, it's been a positive. It, it kind of, <clears throat> it's the trend with it is establishing good rhythms in your business and what you do and your meeting rhythms and deliverables and tracking metrics. And all these are things that, you know, we always did and we had that information, but we did, we weren't systematic and rhythmic with our evaluation of it and, you know, really, really striving toward things, you know, on a quarterly basis or an annual basis. And, um, so it's put some structure to that, which has been really good. Um, and, uh, it's also given all of our managers a lot of really good joke material, you know, a lot of trust fall references, <laughs> you know, amongst the guys. Um, but, you know, I think, going through that process has been really good. Um, what it does, it, it kind of asks you the same questions three or four or five different ways. Um, and then when you sit back and look at it, you're like, wow, we came up to the same answers from three or four different directions. So, okay, that's the most important thing that we need to work on. Or, you know, these are the things that we think would really drive an advancement of the company. Um, so excited for what that, you know, is doing for us as a company and for our managers and for our product and service and all the things that are kind of central to what we do as a business. And, um, we're starting to get good buy-in from our managers, which is great. 
yeah. know, those and guys are really starting to pull. Yeah, I think what ultimate goal is right. I mean, you have all every, your back office in line so that our clients get better service and product from the managers. And I think that's that's the end goal, right? Get it to a point where um, it's streamlined and everything everything's right in front of us so that we can focus we can focus on the business and our managers can focus on serving our clients yeah. instead of all the mess that goes around with everything in the, in running a business. So yeah, I think that's yeah, a good sign. Also giving them a, an avenue to be a lot closer with each other that yeah. we didn't have before. Yeah. And usually, you know, we would meet once a year or see each other once or twice a year, but none of the conversations that are going on right now happened at that point. So I think it's making them more of a cohesive group and able to lean on each other more. They're giving that training that, that they need. I mean, we're doing training with them once a month and that's all extremely beneficial for them, which we never had. We just had to learn it. <laughs> we were on the fly. Rolling. I mean, we've now we're, we're able to do this because of your, uh, your help. So, yeah. What's some of the like response that you get from the managers about it? Like, obviously you think that they're getting closer together, all that stuff, but what, it, and outside of the jokes, what do you think the, the benefits are that they're talking to you about? I think the biggest one that I hear is direction. Mm. You know, they know, they know not only where the company's going, but where they need to go and what, how they need to work on themselves and what they need to work on and yeah. uh, how they communicate with their peers. Part of it's this disc assessment, you know? how to communicate, not only and look introspectively, but also how to communicate with their peers and uh, the back office and work all work together as a team. I think that's the biggest kind of feedback that I've given, gotten. Yeah. yeah, what I hear is that finally their input is being taken and their ideas are being shared and they're being you know taken by us and moved ahead instead of just being told what the business is. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know where you're going yeah, and somewhere else, kind of that direction. Set. Yeah. And, and for us, I mean, it's, it's, um, you know, when you're a service organization, service is first, right? I mean, and, and, you know, we have a picture of the, the work that we did as managers, you know, eight, 10 years ago, right? <clears throat> Those guys are living it every day. So their feedback's important. You know, they're working with clients, they understand the circumstances and what's going on, what those clients need. So having that process that allows us them to put that out there and we can take all that feedback in and make good decisions when, when setting the course for, for the company has been big. And again, just the feedback that I'm getting from my guys is the structure, mm -hmm. you know, a vision for framework of this is what we expect and this is what needs to happen and this is why and this is, these are things that we think advance the company or prepare the company to better, you know, uh, handle downturns, which we know will happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's going to happen. Um, how do we, the work that we're doing to rain, retain and recruit, you know, quality field contractors and field landmen, you know, that's a big part of it. And I think all in all, just a lot of the things we've been doing it, I've got a lot of good feedback from them. And just with our recruitment, uh, for landmen has been better. It's allowed us to really retain and, and bring in some quality people um, just by taking that information that they're sharing and, and the marketing that we're doing, the, the putting ourselves out there, people know more about the company and who we are and what we're all about. 
And so they, they come to us. Right. Um, so that's been, that's been the feedback from our team and, um, from at least at a management level. And then with respect to just the, our regular employees, you know, they never, they never were like just our back office. They never were included, uh, historically, you know, that everybody's busy. We're doing a job. We're managing chaos. Um, but we've been able to kind of, kind of really push a lot of that planning down a lot of those discussions down from the top to the bottom. So every department has a job and metrics and things that they're doing that are contributing to the success of the whole. And they see where they fit in now. And, and those are big things that we wanted to try to do and, and um, to propel our company forward. You know, it's the flywheel. Well, Steve's a flywheel junkie, but uh, he's... <laughs> uh, we got to make a t-shirt about that or something, but mm-hmm. it's, um, it's, it's been good. It's been good. To, well, you, to really you get talk everybody about landmate recruiting, you know, I think really the marketing piece of this and just to kind of move it ahead. I mean, working with you, Khalil, doing these podcasts, doing our LinkedIn posts has uh, opened our, us up to more quality landmen yeah. in the market. And we've been able to reach those people. And I think that's really helped our business as well is uh, getting to those landmen that maybe we couldn't get to before, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, hit them whenever, you know, they, they're off of a job for another broker and they see our ad or our post up and they reach out to us. Uh, we're seeing a lot more quality landmen come in uh, just due to um, what we're doing through scaling up and also uh, through your marketing efforts. It's great to hear. Great to hear. And, you know, the, I mean, just with the, the culture that we've set out, uh, the the new people that have come into Dudley from the outside, which we've normally not had before, I feel like they've all bought in and they get that this is a great place to work and it's a great group of uh, people who are loyal to the company. You know, we don't have much turnover. It's It's been exciting for, I think, all three of us to see that this group that's coming in behind us is energized and excited about what Dudley Land Company has to offer. Yeah. Well, you guys have put a huge push into culture, uh, just to the investment in you know, having a clear vision of delivering energy through land, but also the values uh, have really been at the forefront. I can't tell you how many things we've designed to print mouse pads or boxes or whatever that has the core values on it. But uh, why don't we talk about those a little bit? I don't know that we've done a really a podcast to to highlight those, but you know, people, service, product example. Why don't, uh, why don't we talk a little bit more about this? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, you know, you, <clears throat> it's at first it's kind of a cheesy thing, right? You know, all core values and all this, that, and the other, but really what it does, it just helps you. It, it helps you make decisions and it's a clear path for, you know, any scenario, any decision you're making or any situation you're in that's challenging. You can look to that. Like, is my decision in alignment with our values? And it's, it kind of just helps you with a roadmap. You know, the, the people part of it is, is a big deal. I mean, we're a people organization. I mean, you say that, but that's what we do. We don't sell widgets. We're not, you know, don't have some proprietary, you know, patent on some thing. We're a people organization. Um, we provide resources and people. And so, you know, how we treat ourselves, how we treat other people, what we expect of other people is important. And for us, you know, to meet our goals of having, you know, 
you know, 80% of our organization being A and B players, you know, from a contractor standpoint, that requires that they understand what's expected of them, you know, and, and from the, at least from the people side of things, it's, it's important. I mean, that goes out to all of our contractors, every contractor we hire, they get a core value sheet that says, this is Dudley Lane company. And this is how we act. And this is how you should expect to be treated. And, and this is how we expect you to behave. And if you're not in alignment with that, well, then it's an easy decision that you're not right for Dudley Lane company. And those are all things that we knew, but now it's like, bam, it's right here in front of you. And uh, everybody sees it and everybody's judged against it and held accountable to it. And um, that's just a clarity alone. And that side of the people part of our core values is, is everything. I mean, we've made some difficult decisions this year with, you know, around the people front. We've also brought in some great people um, because, you know, from day one, they checked every box on our core values. And so, you know, for us, the, the people side of things, I mean, Steve mentioned, we brought in a lot of some really good people. We're going to continue to do that. I mean, we're very aggressively recruiting project coordinators and bringing people into our organization where historically we couldn't bring people in from outside because we didn't really have a process for like, are you the right fit? We can have a gut feel. We could talk to them, <clears throat> but you know, Brandon's done a lot of work on that with our HR group about this is our process. And with help from other groups, um, shout out to Leva Gibbs. I mean, they, they're going through scaling up as a, you know, a business structure. Um, and they were, they're like a year ahead of us and they've helped us a lot. We've been able to bounce a lot off of each other with that hiring process. Um, <clears throat> so shout out to those guys. They were a big help for us. They accelerated our process. Um, but it's important. And we're going to continue to bring in people from outside of the company because now we have a good structure for identifying those folks and, and bringing them in and, mm. and determining before we hire them if they're a good fit or not. Anyone listening to this, if you feel like you're tenacious and a go-getter and, uh, you know, want to want to work hard and do something great, holler. Can be, is this going to be another t-shirt? I should be writing these down. A tenacious Dudley. That'd be so dorky. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the next kind of pillar of those core values is service. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and it's, it's service is everything. Again, we say it all the time, we're a service organization. So we sell, we sell the ability to serve. We sell the ability to generate a, a product, a consistent product, consistent deliverable. So that service is a key part of it. I mean, there's, there's landmen everywhere and there's brokers everywhere, um, that can deliver a product some better than others, but if you don't have that service component, you know, you're at a disadvantage. And so we really push the service side of things, service outwardly to our clients, but also service inwardly with, you know, all our departments and our field landmen and, you know, for a field landman, they need their project manager working for them, you know, to, to help them to give them directives, <clears throat> just like a client needs their project manager working for them. So we really, for us, service doesn't end with just the client. It's how are we assisting our people below us, and and that's really important. And it's part of our core values. It's it's um, center central to everything we do. Um, yeah, product product is is your deliverable, right? And it's in its basic form. But you know, for for us, product carries a lot of things. It carries a lot of weight. You know, it's the investment in the, the databases, in the system, 
and the attention to detail. And it's not just getting the answer right, but is it presentable? You know, did you do it efficiently? Um, how are you able to report your progress and your, your cost and how transparent are you with your efforts? You know, all those things kind of roll up into product. And again, it's just driving this kind of take it beyond here's your ownership report or here I bought you a lease. You know, it's, it's here I bought you a lease. You got great service. It was a transparent process. You've got good records. You've got a good deliverable. Here's your map. Here's your workflow. Here's all the things that, you know, it's, it's basically showing your work. Um, and so for us, we, we invest a lot of time and effort into that. I mean, our, some of our priorities for next year are strictly, uh, geared toward product. It's, you know, the product that we're getting from the field, the product that we're putting our clients investment in Kudu, our land system. Um, you know, we're, we're a long way into that and really excited about, you know, kind of some of the product things that we're going to roll out this year from a system standpoint with our new program. But, um, but all those things, we put a lot of attention into it. And so that's why it was a core value for us. Um, I think, uh, well, I was going to just add on to that. I think, and I, and I feel confident saying this, I think we're the only broker. Well, maybe not the only broker, but we definitely spent more time, effort and money into our product over the last 40 years. There's, I don't think there's anybody else out there that have spent much money of their own money build out these processes and these programs to give our clients product. Um, to this point, it hadn't cost our clients a dime. I mean, it's just the investment that W land has put in the last 40 years and their product and the, and the programs behind the scenes yeah. to help our clients get a great product. It's just unmatched. I, I don't, I don't think there's anybody else that have done that or made that much of a commitment to it. And we're still doing it. We still, uh, invest in that part of our business on our own dime. And, uh, I think that's important for people to know and realize that we care, we care about it. It was uh, really cool to hear, to sit down and talk with Tom Dudley earlier this year and hear him talk about developing the, the database and selling that and carrying in the hard drive around offices in Houston. And, oh man, what a cool story. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're kind of getting to that point <clears throat> with our new system now. Um, to Brandon's point, yeah, we don't talk about much about really how much we invest in our programming. I think Dudley Land Company has four full-time programmers that do nothing but maintain our existing database and are working on our new database. And that's an investment that we're making while still being competitive on price and day rate and all those things. I mean, that's an that's that could be profit in the company, but Instead, we turn that into an expense, that we, an investment in in our ability to serve and, and our ability to generate a product. And we're really excited about what this year is going to bring <clears throat> with starting to roll that product out and actually use it on land projects and start to get client feedback. And one of the things that we're going to be doing with that product is, is putting it in the hands of our clients. So our clients are now going to be able to go into the system and, and see the data that we're capturing, which traditionally... We didn't, you know, we gave them an output and they would get a report weekly. But um, this year will be a big year for us with trying to roll that out and have that product be available to our clients um, as just an extension of the, the service and product that they get from Dudley Land Company. And we really think it's going to be a great addition to our, you know, our, our lineup of products and how we run our business and hopefully a differentiator, you know, um, 
So we're getting a lot of really good client feedback now on some of the first round, like first generation of report output that we're creating out of the system. We took an opportunity to revamp everything, you know, how it looks, how it presents, you know, from a reporting standpoint, and we'll continue to do that, but <clears throat> we're really working with clients a lot to get that feedback. Um, and, uh, excited about it. So we'll probably have more podcasts about Kudu yeah. and, and, um, yeah. I'll be running around with the, with the, uh, metaphoric hard drive showing everybody <laughs> what we've developed. Hopefully there's value in that. And, um, and our clients will appreciate what we've done and what we've invested in, in our company. Yeah. We'll have to do a future episode on that, all the features and maybe even like a demo. That would be cool. Um, we can, we can dork out on. Yeah. <laughs> on Lance. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that all kind of goes to the example, mm -hmm. you know, to kind of bring the core values full circle. The example is, is the last pillar of our core values. And, and really it's <clears throat> what example do we set? Not only for ourselves, but for our peers, um, for our, you know, our kids, for the landmen we work for, for the industry, for our clients. Um, it's really just, a lifestyle you want to strive to live by. You know, I want to be a good example for what we do in our space. And that can be as grand as, hey, look what Dudley Land Company and its people do as a, as a service organization. Or it could also be down to the individual contributor running title and turning in a good product and being a good team player on their crew. Um, <clears throat> that applies from all the way to the company level down to the individual level and we feel like that kind of brings it full circle. If you're treating people right, you're providing a good, you know, product and a good service, uh, you'll be the example that you want to be in that and that you want the company to be in yourself to, to be. Yeah. So, um, that's the core value. That's kind of the, how it all comes together, but it, it's easy when you talk about it, but to actually put it down to words was a difficult process. And, um, but it, it it's providing a, a lot of, positive feedback and return and we're real happy with it. It'll, it's going to stick. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, what's, you know, a lot of times you hear about companies core values and they're just like five words on a website or that are printed on the office wall. I think Mike McConnell talked about how they had integrity on the wall behind them at Enron whenever they were working there and just kind of goes to show it's like just a word. Right. But what's cool. I, what I love that you guys do, like all the different things that we've designed and, and put the core values on, there's always four sentences, five sentences underneath each one that really explain what it is. Um, like on the product one, we are accountable for results. We provide a quality product for the greatest possible value. Our work is accurate, organized, visually appealing. Like it really gives life to what those words mean and a clear example for everyone. I think that's why they're so effective. I'll go back to the loyalty of our employee base, our manager base. I know that the three of us, as well as most likely all of our managers have had the option to go out and be that slimy, non-integrity based person. And I, I feel that all three of us and, and the, the folks who have been with us for 10, 15 years, they realized that this was the right way. It was not the quick buck. It was not the go out and railroad some landowners to make, make a, a, a dollar. And I think that's a testament to Dudley Land Company is that we're not slimy. <laughs> We're ethical humans. And to Brent's point, I mean, how do you sleep at night? How do you tell your kids how you make money? How, I mean, that that's, goes a long way with me.
Yeah. I, I'm proud of the fact that Dudley Land's never been caught up in many of the land shenanigans. You know, there's not one time that Dudley Land has ever been, and that's D- Tom Dudley and Tom Havenstride. I'm going to put it, put it uh, in their hands and congratulate them, but not one time have we ever been caught up in anything or suspected of doing anything slimy, for lack of a better term. Uh, when so many of our peers throughout the years have, we hear about them, we see it, we know it's happening. Um, I'm just proud that Dudley land, and that's why I've stuck with them. When I mean, you talk about, I've had offers to go elsewhere. Those companies aren't in business anymore for one reason or another, you know, and I'm still, I'm still here and we're still doing good, solid work. And, um, so a couple of things that I'm proud of about this company and most proud of actually, truthfully. Hmm. Man, great to hear. Great to hear. So we're going to, we're kind of getting to the end here. I'd love to hear, obviously, hopefully everyone has a wonderful holiday, but 2024, looking forward to the next year. What are some things that you're hoping for in each of your respective areas? You made to go first? Yeah, poor. Yeah. I don't look the, uh, I don't like the outlook for uh, natural gas. Um <laughs> Really interested to see how this election cycle works out. I think it's going to be entertaining, yet really awful for the country, if you will. <laughs> I mean, uh, work-wise, I think we expect some leveling out. At least I do. But as the ever-optimist, as Brent said, I, I'm, I'm hoping that... Uh, Renewables are going to continue to grow. I know that we're making a lot of strides there. Uh, oil and gas, I'm, if it can stay steady, I think we'll be in a great spot. And if we can make it through the storm of November 2024, um, we'll be in a good spot for next year's Christmas podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a fun one. Hey, I'm just hoping we have a next year's Christmas podcast. Anybody else? I mean, yeah. Our goal, one of our rocks and our annual goals should yeah. be make, make it to a Christmas cocktail hour. There you go. Podcast. Yeah. To so still be a landman next year. That's the goal number one. That's great. Um, well, first of all, I can't tell. I can't believe it's already almost 2024. I mean, we're really just a couple weeks away. It's, yeah. I just, it just seems like this year's flown by. Um, been a great year but um i mean ultimately and we all want to grow right i mean this mid-con area we need natural gas to do something special which i don't know that it's going to um no matter which way it goes especially not in the next year uh so i think we're probably looking at more of the same in the mid-con um rocky seems to be picking up a little bit hopefully that stays steady i'd like to see that i think a lot of people are looking you know the last few months we've heard from some of our clients and they're looking in other areas. You know, that's the first time that's really happened in a while. Uh, they're looking for other things to do. I think that promotes some, some, some good things for 2024. We'll see if they actually pull the trigger on any of them. Um, cause we haven't heard of new, new areas and new, new things that people want to do in a while. So that's always good. So hopefully that happens, but, uh, stay steady, keep, keep our clients happy, keep providing them the service we are. And I think everything's going to be all right. Yeah. I mean, as, as far as, you know, what we're looking at here in Texas, I mean, <clears throat> we had a pretty steady year. Um, 
we anticipate, you know, that to continue. We're, um, our Permian activity is, is holding steady. A lot of little small things, kind of how, how that, that basin has matured. It's, it's just a lot of one-off work, but it's consistent. I think we continue, we'll continue to see a certain amount of work just from the activity out there in the Permian basin. Um, indications are that oil prices may tick up and that'll be great. That just promotes more activity out there for us. Um, we're starting to see, you know, some of these other benches in the Permian start to come into play and a lot of interest in that and hoping that that will stem some of the larger projects for us, uh, keep some, you know, keep some landmen going on some leasing jobs. Um, to natural gases point, you know, we sorted several projects this year with a lot of promise and did really well. A lot of that stuff's just on standby at this point, waiting to see what happens. Um, you know, on the, on the alternative side of our business to Steve's point, I mean, we, we expect that to continue at least through the year. Um, you know, they've injected a lot of money into that space and they need to put that, you know, they need to deploy that capital. Um, we've found our way in the, every way that we can, you know, service that side of the industry and, and keep our landmen busy. And when it boils down to it, that's what it's all about. You know, we got to keep our folks busy. So, uh, activity wise on the renewal space, we continue to think solar and, and, um, utility scale solar work is going to continue to be active in the state of Texas and across the Southern U S. Um, really excited about Dudley Select title and some of the title policies that we've been, been working toward, um, be great to get a couple of those projects closed this year. It'd be, it'd be a good, you know, feather in our cap to fire that up and actually be able to see it full circle. Um, outside of the solar and, and, um, you know, wind projects that we're doing, um, you know, if we dabbled in some geothermal, people were talking about lithium. Um, you know, there's RNG projects, there's some pipeline work, there's CCS work here along the, the Texas Gulf Coast that we can feel will continue to, to move forward and keep some landmen busy for us. So down here, man, it's a, it's a lot of small projects and a lot of different things going on, but, um, we're optimistic that, you know, the oil and gas side of things will continue to be strong for us and keep the bulk of our landmen working, but we'll also be able to continue to diversify and take advantage of some opportunities in the alternative space and some folks, uh, continuing to be interested in that. Um, all in all, as far as the company goes, I mean, I, I think, um, you know, we've got some goals to double our output on the alternative side of our business. We think we can do that. Um, election years with oil and gas are always question marks, you know, to Steve's point, it's going to be chaos. There's going to be a lot of uncertainty. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a circus, <laughs> but I think we all are prepared for that and optimistic that, um, the industry won't be swayed too badly by what we see there and what's going on there. And, and that, um, you know, I think the industry has been the oil and gas industry in particular has been very good about being disciplined and, and not getting over their skis with spending. And so I think they're all well positioned. A lot of people's stock prices are really good with all the mergers. Um, oh, we expect that we'll have a year of probably a lot of the um, kind of post-merger work for deduct analysis and a lot of that kind of back office work that happens when companies merge. Um, we've got a lot of really good connections there. So um, a lot of stuff going on, you know, as, as a company and in our space and Boy, it's ever evolving and we think we're well positioned to be able to react to whatever comes our way and hopefully that uh we'll have another steady year 
you know, we don't have to grow like crazy, but we'd love to just be steady. I think steady is the, is what we all want as land men. So. Back to your point earlier about the uh, number of clients we've gained this year. I mean, there, we, we've added clients up here in the Northeast that we haven't had in over a decade. And I think it's a testament to our longevity that you know, some of these other groups, you know, they come, they're flashing the pan, they go, but they realize that if you need a quality product and if you need a group who can staff for you and give you, you know, that end result, you know, the, the long game is something we've played for a long time. And it, it's been good to see that in 2023 and hopefully that continues in 2024. That's a testament to your team, the service and product that they put out and the consistency it's been over the last 13 years, you know, whatever, 18 years, really. Now, now, Brandon, you were one of that started that co. So you know, know you about that. I was, I, I, I was there and sprinkled a little salt and pepper on it and then I left. <laughs> what well, the, what we really noticed was the sharp increase in productivity when he left, <laughs> you know, he left there. And then <laughs> Uh, hey man, I can't help it. It was 2015. No. <laughs> yeah, we've all grown. We've grown yeah. since then. Well, you know, bad year, bad year. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, bad year. Yeah. Hey Brandon, do you think we should have that guy that we had that conversation with way back in the day on a podcast in the future? Oh, um, oh, he, oh yeah, at the hotel lobby table. Might be a good one, huh? It actually might be. Hell, that guy might be dead. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know where. No idea what we're referencing, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, a, yeah. <laughs> that's not true. Well, uh, we just did we an inside joke on the internet. Inside joke. Yeah. No, sorry, it was a learning experience for everybody involved. Yeah, <laughs> mostly me. Oh my dude, I got a nice low grade fever burning here. I'm feeling great. <laughs> oh man, well, can we end it? We, oh, we can end it. Let's uh, give one last shout out to Stets for an engagement and. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody. Congratulations, Grant and Courtney. Yeah, Grant Congratulations. And Congrats. Happy New Year. And then you see you all in 2024. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to The Land Department. Check out our website in the show notes or visit dudley-land.com to learn more about us.